Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode five of Punchline Pixels. Alex, we've been gone for so long. I heard they recognize you. How you doing, Laird? I'm good. I'm good. I'm busy. Yeah. I think that's kind of the consensus right now is that everybody's very busy. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. High anxiety. Yeah. A lot of high anxiety right now. It's okay. That's why we're here to talk about video games and, you know, that's our time to relax. Let's play video games. We don't have a lot of that time lately. But yep. we still were able to cram some games in. What have you been playing lately, Laird? Oh, I've been cramming it. I've been <laughs> cramming it real good lately. I have been on a CD Projekt Red kick. So on my PlayStation, I started Cyberpunk again to get ready for Phantom Liberty to release this month. And on my Switch, I started The Witcher 3. Because okay. I never played through it. Really? So that was the shift I kind of made there, and man, it's such a good game. Did you ever yeah. play The Witcher? Oh yeah, The Witcher's phenomenal. You, did you play all the expansions and everything? I oh, I never beat the initial campaign of The Witcher 3, but it's phenomenal. How many games I, do you beat that you play? Probably 10%. That's a pretty high percentage, because uh, you play a lot be, of games. That might be me shooting high. Yeah, you think you're under 10%? Probably. If we're being realistic, I mean, I... Why have, do you think that is? I don't know, because I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of issues? Uh, ADD. I don't, <laughs> I don't actually think I've ever, or I'm, I have never been diagnosed with ADD. I don't know, man. I, have you I ever taken around quite a bit? Have you ever taken I'm like the House of Pain of video games? I don't understand the reference. I jump around a lot. Oh, jump around. Man. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I've not beaten The Witcher Three, but it's phenomenal. Obviously, yeah. from top to bottom, one of the best experiences I remember. How far are you in that game? I explore pretty heavily mm-hmm. on these. I don't I don't kind of jump straight into like the narrative. Which is great. I'll clear an area, yeah. clear the boards in a city, mm-hmm. and explore kind of naturally. So I just finished Bloody Baron and the Crones of Crookback Phenomenal. bog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, the, uh, the, the Bloody Baron class. one was, it was hyped up so much. You know, it's such a common thing to hear. And playing through it, I mean, I was hoping for more, but it was, the stuff that was there was so good, dude. Mm-hmm. It's just some heavy subject matter, you know? Oh, yeah. But... Great writing. That's the thing that stands out in my game the most to me. Absolutely. Uh, if they could get writing like that in a Bethesda game or well, something similar, they'd be onto something. Yeah. Because that's, I think, you know, and we'll talk about Bethesda later, but I think that's where Bethesda struggles, where they build these worlds for exploration, but I don't know, the character interaction I think is decently shallow. Where you look at like Bioware with like Mass Effect, they fucking got it, dude. Oh, absolutely. Through the, I mean, the first three Mass Effects at least, but the, the Witcher side quests are phenomenal. One of the best experiences I had was going to Novigrad the first time. Haven't even gone there yet. Oh, okay. Yep. You can walk there, you can take a horse. There's multiple ways you can go about it, but I decided to, you know, hitch a boat and kind of take that way. I have vivid memories of seeing the vista of the city That's cool. as you approach. What'd you play on? PlayStation? Um, yeah, yep. PlayStation See? Systems, whatever that was. Was it three or four? What, four? Four. Well, four. PlayStation 4 yeah. is what it was on. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, if 3 had it, then the Switch three probably could have run it. long ago, yeah. Better. Jeez. Yeah, I, there's some games, man, I'm starting to notice now that I have the PlayStation that I wish I would have started on the PlayStation over the Switch because mm-hmm. I know graphically to play The Witcher on my PS5 is going to just be far superior to playing it on my Switch. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, I, I didn't even realize you were saying you played it on the Switch. That's what I have it on. Yeah. It's, yeah, I have the Switcher. That's what well, we call it. Oh, okay. That's clever. <laughs> Well, it runs good on the Switch, though? Yeah. It's one of the best 
ports for the Switch. Got it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, things I've been playing lately. It was the CD Project Red kick that I'm on. Mm-hmm. Uh, been playing a lot of Warframe. I'll touch base on that later. Um, Have you been playing any Remnant 2? Any more of no, that? No, I played it? a little bit more the night last time we played. I played yeah. probably an hour or two afterwards by myself. That's the last time you played that game? Yeah, dude. Damn, man. It's, I, it's a lot of fun to play on your own. I don't I, know. Yeah. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on Remnant 2. We've only played a few hours, and you've probably only played a few hours. I think I'm probably 12 hours, maybe? 10? Probably about that. I think we played, well, we've probably played like eight collectively. Really? Together? Well, I, we played here and oh, online, right? right? Yeah. yeah. So I've probably put in 15 hours. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, me and Alex bought the game. We co-opted it for a little bit. I went over his house. He made me ribs. It was really cute. Oh, God. It was like a little date. <laughs> yeah. I think the game's fun, man. I think the visual style is unmatched. The creativity in the worlds. I don't think I ever grasped the concept of the story in the first one as well as I do in the second one here. And like mm-hmm. what this crystal provides. Basically traveling to random realms. Mm-hmm. The creativity is endless when you have a story that sets it up like yeah, that. Dude, they could have Remnant room. 8, 9, 10, and it could all feel new because there's no limit to that. Yeah. So I think it's one of the most creative worlds I've seen, and it's one of the first games running in Unreal Engine 5. So it looks fucking dope, dude. Yeah. No, I, I enjoyed 90% of my time with Remnant 2. What's the 10%? Know. Some of the procedurally generated areas get old after a little while obviously that's going to happen with any of those games but the combat feels great being on playstation and just like you said the graphical style is phenomenal it's bloodborne-esque in certain spots there's yeah areas that, absolutely there's one area that's clearly i think me and you played that yeah yeah i can't remember what they call it and in Remnant 2, but it's clearly based on, uh, what is it, Yarnum in, mm-hmm. in, is that in Bloodborne? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. I don't know, there's that. It's not quite that level of intensity, because, I mean, Bloodborne's unmatched as far as that goes. Agreed. But it's it does a good job of emulating that. Yeah. And it's been really fresh. I discovered there's a lot of cool things that you can stumble across, though, too. I don't know, I, I discovered a new class the so other cool. day. And so I have two classes now too that i can equip at the same time yeah it seems like the strengths of that game come Mm. in the customization options that's what keeps this game's longevity and what keeps it like pretty original yeah you know it's it's really cool and it's obviously a lot more fun to play co-op the boss battles are actually something i wanted to touch on too that i think is hard good in that some of them are tougher than others, Absolutely. definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I've progressed a little bit in the story, and I want to play more with you. For sure. Hopefully we can do that soon. That'd be really nice. Yeah, you know, I'll make <laughs> some more ribs. I don't know. Well, I'm going to be gone, something. but we can play online. Yeah, hopefully we can. Speaking of that, while I am on the road, I am going to be playing my PlayStation Remote Play. Speaking of that, did you see the PlayStation Portal? I know about it. I haven't seen, like, the most recent updates on it or anything. I know it's just, like, a streaming handheld type thing. I'm not excited about it. I don't care. I think anybody that remote plays is already remote playing. Yeah. They're not asking for the Switch version of it. And honestly, the fact that it's just a streaming device, who asked for that? I don't know. I I don't see it selling too well. I mean, it's cool that it's a first party streaming device and it's gonna be a piece of hardware that runs really well what's the price point on i don't that know right I, I want to say i heard like 200 200 i would and, consider and it would doesn't consider. have bluetooth oh just like the switch didn't when it first came out so you can't even wear headphones with it okay and i heard something about this that when it comes out it's only gonna be a playstation branded products 
So what you, do you so mean you by couldn't that? use Bose headphones as your Bluetooth playing. That's it. incredibly silly. Yep. That's a bad so, yeah, business for decision. For two hundred dollars, I'm out on that. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, uh, and maybe the price isn't accurate. I think that's what I, I heard. But what say it, it was too. fucking a hundred. Yeah, I thought it was more than that. Even that's why I was. I wouldn't mad. be well. Knowing I'm Sony, sure they'd like to charge more for yeah. it. But no, I'm not interested in that too much. I probably won't get it. But yeah, I you, agree. are you gonna get it? No, I mean, look at. I think PlayStation needs to maybe reel back their strategy a bit with what they're putting their money into. I mean. The VR2 didn't deliver anywhere near. Didn't even do half of what they projected. Yeah. And that was more marketed than this thing is. So, dude, they're releasing something that it's almost doomed to fail. Yeah. It's not providing enough. So, I don't know. I think it's a waste of time. When you got Starfield coming out on the Xbox, and then they release a PlayStation Portal. Who gives a shit, dude? There's far superior ways to play that in anything. Yeah. Like a TV like this. Dude, I, I, I have a laptop with an yeah. HDMI cord. I plug it in at a hotel I'm at, and when I do it, I can play my PlayStation 5 on a big screen. There you go. I don't need this fucking thing, dude. Well, so, yeah. anyways. So, yeah, we... But I'll be playing Remote Play Remnant 2 with you, though, probably. Okay. In the next month or here. Yeah. Month or here. Month or here. <laughs> That's... Uh, what's that? My estranged stepbrother. Okay. <laughs> Jesus <Christ>. <laughs> From Denmark. <laughs> From Denmark. <laughs> Wow. okay copenhagen so i don't know not to like go back too much but yeah other than remnant 2 which you i guess i haven't played too much of what else have you been playing warframe and i'll touch ba- like warframe. i said i'll touch base on that later because we had tenocon happen well you know you roll your eyes but you I'm don't sorry, understand man, man. you know okay here's my question point. to you no no here's a question to you yeah. have you ever had an mmo you got into yeah uh, world of warcraft okay so this is a similar thing it's a game you play often. You grind the fuck out of it. And when you progress... Dude, I'm telling you, I just got something recently. Me and my buddy, we've been working for months to get this thing. And we got it. And it's fucking huge, dude. Hell yeah. It's an MMO. <laughs> no, I know. I, it's honestly, it's just a bit at this point. <laughs> no, it is. It for is. For me to hate your war <laughs> session, but... You know what, though? <laughs> I bet you'd love it if you played it. Yeah, no, I've, I've played what I have played I've loved. And I, yeah. you know what? I'm going to make you a promise right here. I don't want to hear it. Don't make promises you can't keep, Mr. I'm going to keep this fucking promise. All right? Play, it, you on play it on Switch, you said? Yeah. Should I get it on Switch? Mm-hmm. Would that be the superior? I mean, well, it's all cross-play. Okay. You can so play can on play anything on and play anything. with us. Yeah. Gotcha. But cross-saves coming this year, which is a big announcement. Like how I stopped before I made that promise. Yeah, I do. My promise is I'm going to play it sometime in the next week. I'm in the next I'm week. I'm going to play Warframe. Alex Van Dam has proclaimed that he will be playing Warframe within the next week here. So, when we get together for our next episode, which is tentatively a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun. Spooky. So spooky. <laughs> Alex Van Dam will have allegedly played Warframe allegedly. at that point. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, you make it sound like I'm going to be on trial or something. I don't establish these expectations. Okay. That's fair. I don't mean offense by that. It's just, okay. I understand entirely. <laughs> so that'll be something that I have played. You're a busy man, time. and you play a lot of games. Eh, yeah, I play a decent amount of games. What I've been playing, I mean, other than Remnant 2, obviously. I've been I've been playing a little bit of PGA 2K. Oh, yeah. I'm dipping into that. you Because know, that was free on PlayStation Plus? free on PlayStation, yeah. yeah I so too. I've been playing that. It's, it's not bad, you know. It's the same stuff it's fun kind of mindless to play but it, it gets you in the spirit of uh i don't know i like to play golf in real life as well so it gets you in that spirit a little bit 
But you noted earlier when we were just, just talking pre-podcast that you've seen me on Game Boy on the Switch a lot. Mm-hmm. And what did Do you, you say? Do you have any guesses as to what that might be Ooh, that I've been playing? Good question. I wish I knew the library of what was provided on the Switch I've been Game playing... Boy. No, hold on, hold on. Give me a fucking second to do it. I've probably put about 10 hours into this already. Okay. I would say. Yeah. You know, I notice what you're playing, but you don't notice what I'm playing. Yeah, I, I, because sorry. I care. I know. I, I care. I care more. I want to see... What you're playing and spending your time. I know your time is precious. Yeah, it is. And when summer dwindles down and we get into these terrible winter months here in Michigan. Hey, but we got fall, though. That's true. Fall's Fall's really nice. Fall's really nice. But when we get into that, I'm going to be hibernating and and hopefully diving into this backlog I got building up of games a little bit more. What will you be doing less during that time period that you're not doing right now? Spending time outside. Like what when time? it's sunny out, okay. I try to go, you know, to the pool, beach, something. Ooh, boy. Yeah. Laying, pool guy. People know it. Laying it down. But there's less things going on, you know. At there's the pool. just less happenings, I feel like, mm-hmm. in the summer. And I'm much more willing to stay inside in the winter and go, all right, bundle up, play a good fucking game. You know, COVID was the best thing to happen to gamers. Oh, People with backlogs, that's for sure. Dude, well, for sure. It, it, I, I definitely was playing games more frequently during that time period. Yeah. I was still working full-time, but... Well, you're an essential worker. I was, uh, well, at the time I was selling insurance. See? Actually, essential. Co- oh, God. <laughs> not, not, yeah. We won't go down the path of insurance <laughs> sales, but... Yeah. I wouldn't call it essential, but yes. I was, I hey, was you're essential to me, essential. okay? You're, se- you're essential that. to me. But do you have any guesses on this Game Boy game that I've been playing? Okay, uh, can you give me a genre? Here? Okay, sorry. I was going to give you shit for <laughs> what, what? looking at your phone during the podcast, but clearly it's because you have a list of topics <laughs> you want to discuss. That's exactly what it is. I was like, dude's texting during this podcast. <laughs> Just hey, I would very text. I would, te- in I would text in this. Hey, if you ever see me text during this, though, I am uninterested. I would absolutely call you out on it immediately. Uh, Rightly so. And I would want you to. I'm doing it so you will call me out on it. Okay. And then we can have the conversation. Well, good. That's something. (laughs) But these are notes. But the game that you're playing, give me genre. Oh, jeez. That's tough to... Hmm. I feel like the genre gives it away. It's OG Game Boy? Yeah, it was Game Boy Color. Oh, Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color, for sure. Okay, so give me three guesses here. Is it a Pokemon? (laughs) It is a Pokemon. Okay. It is a Pokemon game, but it's not a traditional Pokemon game. Okay, hold on. I still get my three questions, but now I restructure them. Yeah, I mean, you... Is it... It's not RPG? No. Is it Pinball? It's no, okay. it's not. But I wish that fucking game was on there. You I play used that? to love. Yeah, Pokemon that was a great game. Pinball. Great game. Oh. All right, that's. I guess that's my guess officially. I don't know. So, yeah. What so is it? It's Pokemon trading card game. Ah. They, they put yeah. that on there. I've been playing the fuck out of it. It's a lot of fun. Man. Yeah, dude. I used to I love that. I played there. Pokemon the card games. But it's one of the only card games I played in new legitimately. Are you a fan of card based video games? Because there's quite a few now. I'm not. They've turned. You know what's I'm not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're not. The reason is inscription. Um, you know, that kind of game. inscription's the one I'd consider because I I kind of have an understanding of what occurs during that. Here's the thing with card games and me. I don't inherently dislike them. They distract from the narrative for too long. Okay. Sometimes when I'm playing an RPG, I don't want to take a half hour. You don't like the mini game side. Well, the mini games keep it mini though. 
This is, this is becoming Final, a separate. What are, what are we talking? Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy uh, Eight? Are you talking about? Yeah. What well, about that? How do you feel about well, that? What was that called again? We just <clears throat> talked about this. Triple, triple something. Triple, triple triad. Triple triad. I think it's just called triple. It triad, is triple triad. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Again, distracted for too long. Man, I disagree. It's a I good. I love a good side, you know, mini game. Again, like I don't mind. Go around if the game's quick. If the game's life. quick, what's your average? What about round? Blitzball, buddy? Oh, Blitzball. Yeah. I fucked with Blitzball for Ooh. sure. Definitely. Ooh, Final Fantasy X. Yeah, obviously. dude. Shout out to one Final of the, one of the 10. one of the best. Blitzball. No, uh, Final Fantasy X. That's one of my top, maybe five favorite games of all time. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, hey, one of these episodes we should we should do lay a top that shit out. Ten, even top ten. We'll do that. We'll do that one of these days. If, you know what I mean? Hey, people, shout out if uh, you think that's interesting. I don't know how you maybe text <laughs> yeah, me. Go ahead and uh, like and subscribe and throw that down in the comments, and uh, you know we'll we'll enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, anybody listening, if whatever you're listening to this on, are you, subscribe, somehow. subscribe. I don't know how that works. You might be subscribed already, but we love you. <laughs> We do. We do appreciate it. We really love you. Okay. Back on to the games. There's a lot to touch base on. What are your thoughts on Baldur's Gate 3? I can't wait to purchase my copy of Baldur's Gate 3. Are you planning on getting it on PlayStation? I'm planning on getting it on PlayStation 5. Obviously, it releases, what, this next upcoming week? September 5, I think, even. It Uh might even be... Shit, dude. That's like two days from now. Yeah, I think it's on a Tuesday. I think it's September 5 or 8. Either way. Looking forward to it. It'll be out by the time this podcast release. I'm really looking forward to playing it. I'm not a big Dungeons and Dragons guy, but I'm really looking forward to diving into that universe quite a bit. I think it's seventy dollars full price for standard. I'd say worth it though. But from what I've heard, I don't feel bad paying that price. I'm hearing people are getting to Act Two and they're eighty hours in. That's phenomenal. I mean, that's a game I can really sink my teeth into this fall and your dick. You know, and my dick. Hopefully, I hope. I know you can fuck a lot in that game. Bestiality, bro. Yes, bestiality. For this, let me tell you, dude. That'll sell a game, dude. I've been waiting for this. I bet you. I want to fuck a lizard. Are you a furry? Uh, no. My upstairs neighbors heard you talking about furries. Are they furries? Who knows, dude? No idea what's going on up there. A little background information here. We're recording at Alex's apartment for the first time. That's true. Instead of my house. It's true. The energy's different. That's that's entirely why. I don't know. I'm maybe a little too comfortable here. Um, yeah, your but... balls are hanging out right now. <laughs> it's just because I was hoping you'd, you know, fuck around with them a little bit. <laughs> but... Anyway, yeah, Baldur's Gate. In contrast, I wanted to say $70 for Baldur's Gate 3. Have no problem paying that. Absolutely. But Madden just released a couple weeks ago. $70 full price for a standard edition new Madden game, which is largely the same. They'll still sell a shit ton now, dude. And I'll probably buy it when it goes on sale eventually because I'm excited about football. And all of that jazz, but not to, you know, I don't want to talk about Madden. I don't even want to give EA that kind of time because they don't. I just don't think there's a ton of depth to it in terms of, I mean, unless there's some new system coming to it. No, they haven't really changed much. The gist of it is that they've upgraded franchise mode a little bit, supposedly. So there's a bunch of players who can't voice act doing their characters' voices? (laughs) 
there's essentially going to be that in the superstar mode, I think. But in the franchise mode, the menus look the exact same, which is a problem with me. And I don't know, man. It's just they, they don't do enough to update that game every year. I'm That's kind of a constant theme with them. sports games in general, though. Honestly, yeah. and it's not it's not like that across the board, but you see that in different areas. You know, like FIFA never updating for the Switch for fucking six years. Mm-hmm. All they do is update the roster, and the game remains the same, and they charge full price. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, dude. But what also comes out this week too is 2K. Oh, dude, I That's know you know. Gonna be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. The gameplay footage actually looked phenomenal. Oh. They took real life gameplay footage and pretty much mirrored that. It looks better than any 2K game I've seen ever. I think they actually talked about how they're going to eliminate some of the uh, cutscene stuff too during the career mode. They're going to make it less cheesy, storyline driven shit. I'm, I'm really curious to see what they do if they have like a more stripped down career mode and nail it. That's a game that I obviously spend a lot of time playing and everyone knows that. Yep, everyone yeah. does know that. Except the people on your friends list when you hide your status. Yeah, which is frequent. Yeah. All the time. I don't want people to know everything, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, what, what, what are you hiding? Oh, you, know, you don't know what kind of games I'm playing. I, I can see it on your history. I don't, want, I don't want people to know I'm playing Power Wash Simulator. What's wrong with Power Wash Simulator <laughs> at 3 a.m.? That's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> no one's online on 3 a.m. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of. How many people do you got know. on your friends list? How many people? Probably yeah. in the 80s, I do would say. Do you know them all? How many people do I know? Probably in the 20s, to be honest. 20 wow. to 30. And the other people are just people you met online? There's quite a few people that I used to game with frequently that I don't game with anymore. I, I have online. that. Online. You know, that's an interesting culture that doesn't exist in a lot of other industries. Where you have this individual that the only... I mean, like, obviously you're communicating with each other. Yeah. But it's like the only interactions you're having is your game interaction and your obviously your skills being able to be matched if you're playing on the same team. Mm-hmm. And you do for years. Dude, I knew this kid throughout high school that me and my friend Matt Sabota. Yo, shout out to Matt Sabota. Yeah, I got send our boy, our boy Kriegs. Yeah. We used to play this guy Kriegs on Halo 3 for years, dude. I think Matt still plays with them. And I, I've never seen Matt. it. Yeah, shout out to Kriegs. I don't know. I, you know, never met him, but it's an interesting <clears> culture that... It doesn't really exist elsewhere, you know? Well, yeah. One of my actual friends that I communicate with still um, frequently, uh, <laughs> I met playing Overwatch back in the day. His name on PlayStation is Cosby's Victim. Uh, good name. Yeah, he's, he's a good dude. My buddy Shane. He lives uh, Shout down out. in Kentucky. Shout out to him. Yeah. Does but, he listen? Yeah, we've been, I, I, he might, honestly. He, he would. He should. Did you tell he should him? fuck with it. I, I don't know, man. But anyway, we fucking never been gaming for years, and it's great. It's always cool. Also coming out, though, this week on the Switch is Fae Farm. I don't know if you're familiar at all with that. No, sir. It's like a... it's You know I like my Stardew Valley little games. And yes, fucking yes, I do. And as do and many like people. That. I'm really looking forward to this one. It's uh, got co-op, four-player co-op, and you play these little Fae characters, and there's farming. <laughs> I know that's literally what the title is, but uh, there's going to be free additional content coming up too later this year, which I think is cool. I think it is a full price game. Oh, uh, brutal! Oh. <laughs> I think it is full price, like triple A full price. I think it's sixty dollars. No shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wouldn't buy it out of principle. But if you do it, will you wait for a sale or you pay full price? I think I might wait for a sale on this one. I'm gonna see how the initial reviews are, but, but it looks review- like a lot of fun to play. Say with your reviews friends. are nine out of ten. Will you? You pay 
for a, I'm itching for a game like that. If any What's one I know gets... What's a fae? A fairy? I oh, think. is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's like a fairy. So fairy farming? Yeah, Dude, you can never gay. make fun, You can never make fun of me for Warframe. Gag, you're right. <laughs> a lot of the shit I play, there's some, there's some weird ones. If you dig into my Switch catalog... I've seen it. There's some weird ones It gets, there, it gets dark. Like, it gets dark. I don't know. I could almost do like a separate thing on just the weird Switch games that I've tried playing and downloaded in the past. There's a lot of... You think anybody would listen to that? I think so. No one would listen Fuck to that. Fuck you, dude. You know what? <laughs> No, yeah. I'm the thing that holds this thing together. If it's just you talking about your backlog, I'm saying this your weird ass anime and this is like Alex's corner. All right, this is like a little side thing. Oh, cool <laughs> little games on the Switch though that I fucked with. That I could talk about that for a while. I hope Fate Farm becomes one of those games that I dive into for a while on the Switch because it's got all the little things I like: the farming, the fishing, the friends. Uh, it's almost like I'm advertising for them right now. But, uh, yeah. Hey, if we'll you're getting kickbacks, let me know. I'll let you know. We'll split it. Don't worry. <laughs> Even though you don't know anything about this game and you're not going to get it, obviously, at full price. But <laughs> we'll see think, how it is. Bro, I, if it was free, There's I probably wouldn't get it. a lot of other shit coming out this weekend. And 2K and Baldur's Gate 3 are both $70 video games. <sighs> Dude. So... It's going to be tough. Who do I think I am? Chelsea Clinton? Yeah. I can't fucking afford those two things, dude. I can't afford so many $70 games. And Famous rich person, Chelsea Clinton. First right. person that comes to mind. Shout out to Chris Tucker. Yeah, I just don't have the money to be buying two brand new games in one week. And let alone, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here, I got Phantom Liberty coming out this month as well. I think in about two weeks here. Yeah. Uh, and that'll come with update 2.0. I know you just kind of watched the video, but firstly, let's say, what were your initial thoughts on Cyberpunk again? I think you own it, don't you? I own it. I was really looking forward to it. I bought it day one. Yeah. I... It was something I watched previews on. Great A sucker right there. (laughs) Well, I played The Witcher 3 before the last, which I should be giving you shit about not playing The Witcher 3 up until now. It's true. And and it's it's, it's deserved, for sure. Because that's part of the reason that Cyberpunk had the hype that it had. Dude, I totally understand it. I understand the narrative around it and everything. Mm -hmm. And the reason I didn't play Witcher is because I missed that generation. Mm -hmm. The Xbox One slash PS4 generation, I didn't game. Yeah. And I missed all those. So I'm playing catch-up on every game that came out during that time, dude. Gotcha. It's brutal. Yeah. We already have an oversaturation of games coming out. Mm-hmm. And then you got a backlog of shit from a whole generation. Dude, I got games on the PS3 I still got to play. God, dude, so Fallout this... New Vegas. I never played it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's actually my favorite Fallout game. So I know. Yeah, you should play that for sure. Fallout but 4. I want to play that as well. You can stream Fallout New Vegas on PlayStation. I have it for my PS3 still. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I got a PS3 as well. Anyway. Phantom Liberty. Yeah. Um, I will definitely play the update. I did enjoy Cyberpunk slightly when it came out. I was very much let down, though, when it did initially come out. How many hours um, you put into it? I feel like we talked 20? about this. Like, the main narrative... I wasn't as interested in the story as I wanted to be. The writing we previously talked about in The Witcher was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the reason why you probably enjoy Cyberpunk more than I did was because I played The Witcher 3. And so my expectations were through the roof, you know. The other reason why, obviously, it was so hyped up was the universe looked awesome. Well, it was based and, on that tabletop game, right? Yeah, that's yeah, true, it mm-hmm. was. So um, it's a very established lore very rich it'd be like it's like Baldur's gate i think when the world bait, was yeah. let down though too you know you know i think they put a lot of work into the updates that have occurred over mm-hmm. this the years you know the kind of nice thing about when i played cyberpunk i already knew all the reviews yeah and then i got it for like 
fucking 10 bucks at Best Buy, dude. So oh, that's, I got a fucking great deal on it. dropped in price real quick. Right, exactly. And I understood what I was getting into, but I had a PS5, and I knew the performance issues weren't as prevalent. Mm-hmm. It is still one of the glitchiest games I've played in terms of uh, really. visual glitches. In ter- like, and well, just like characters that. like glitching through shit or no clipping and stuff. Yeah. But nothing game-breaking. Dude, let me tell you. It was you know, when it came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I saw all the videos, yeah. you know? And if you're playing on a last gen, fucking forget it. Mm-hmm. And it's probably still a shithole on those systems. But luckily, we have the PS5, and it performs semi-decently. Yeah. I'm playing through it now to... I kind of want to familiarize myself with, like, the mod system before the update comes out, because the update's going to revamp all the mod systems. And why would you want to familiarize Because I want to remember what the old one was like before the new one came out. Okay. Because now you're not you're not going to have that anymore. That's fair, just for comparison. Exactly. Right? So I have, like, a more well-rounded memory on the situation, how yeah. much I like or dislike the update. Mm-hmm. I've been enjoying it, dude. I'm playing it a little differently. I'm kind of like really experiencing the world. I go on foot a lot of places. I, I won't do take too. a vehicle. I try to do that as much as yeah. possible. I, do and I don't fast games. travel in a lot never, of places. I never fast travel. First. Never There's, fast travel. I, eventually I will if I'm trying to complete some side quests at the end of a game. You know. But, I think the only one I'll do it in is like Assassin's Creed. sucks. <laughs> Either way, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty, the new story the is... The police both... system I'm looking more than anything. I mean, that's huge. That's something that sucks Yeah. in the original Cyberpunk. Because, you know, everyone wanted it to be Grand Theft Auto in a Cyberpunk universe, pretty much. First person Grand Theft Auto. The police system's going to be updated, and I'm really looking forward to that as well. I don't know, you're saying something about the story? Yeah, with Phantom Liberty, they're releasing a whole new section of the city. Oh, Okay. Um, it, There's a new area in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The release? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, so a whole okay. new section, a whole new narrative being flushed out through that as well. A whole new character, a new, new celebrity. We got Idris Elba in there Ooh. to act next to old Keanu Reeves. That's, I don't care about that. <clears throat> I don't either. It'd be, it'd be different if the uh, voice acting was well done. Idris yeah. Elba will probably do well. I didn't care about Keanu Reeves being Keanu Reeves is not a good voice you. actor. Yeah. That's Dude, true. listen! Oh my God, it's excruciating. I agree. <laughs> I mean, look at you know why John Wick's it. good. You know why John Wick's good is because he doesn't talk a lot, and it's actually based on something he knows. It works. Yeah, it's great. Love he's trained that. in that. It's what he's doing. You know, it's like I, mean, I don't dislike Keanu Reeves. I like him a lot. Yeah, he seems like a great a cool guy. Dude. I love how involved. I just don't think he's a great actor. Like I like that he's in Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy his acting. Mm-hmm. Never have. The best thing he's probably ever done is The Matrix. Rewatching The Matrix one only. Agreed. Fuck two and three. John Wick's probably, in my opinion, the best thing he's done at this point. If he, he was a honest. he was a better actor in The Matrix than he is in John Wick. Okay. His fighting's obviously better in John Wick, but any scenes where he's acting, he's better in The Matrix, dude. Mm. That was the, the best thing he's probably ever phenomenal. done. Phenomenal. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm just saying the overall package now. It's what four or five John Wick movies. Four, I believe. Wait, yeah. Well, I don't know. Is the fifth one there coming out? The fifth, fifth one's one. probably coming yeah. out. I don't know. They've been consistently really good. So. My thoughts on Keanu Reeves there. <laughs> I agree, though. And I believe, sir, that uh, Phantom Liberty is going to be $30. So okay. What do you think of that price point? What do you think of that? I'm okay with that. I'm, it's to the point. I don't trust anything nowadays, so I'm going to wait for the initial reviews on pretty much everything and see how it you know goes across to the public right. before I buy anything these days. Mm-hmm. Besides NBA 2K, of course. Well, there are certain games, like like Elden Ring, I knew I was going to pay full price. Mm-hmm. And I've played like 15 Most hours. Most Nintendo too. games are like that, too. Well, Nintendo like games will never go on sale. Yeah. So what's the fucking use of waiting, dude? A $5 sale or oh, something Oh, my... Dude, like Breath that. of the Wild is still full price. Mm-hmm. Have you beaten Breath of the Wild? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Okay. Breath gotcha. of the Wild, gotcha. not just Tears of the Kingdom, no. 
Have you dipped into Tears of the Kingdom anymore? Mm, I shifted to The Witcher and kind of hopped off Tears of the Kingdom a yeah. little. I need to get back into it. It's a little overwhelming almost. Well, you um, were saying in the last episode that it might, it just might not be your thing. I don't think it is. So why force it? When you got games that are coming out that are far superior to your enjoyment. Because it's... Yeah, you're right. I need to not that you not won't someday. To public opinion more than anything. Man. Well, it sucks when you're doing something like this. It's phenomenal. I need to keep going for it. But right. I don't really need to. You know what I mean? I, you're like you said. I don't need to force it if it doesn't work. Right. You know, that, yep. that's something true for life. I think we all. Need yeah, to you don't need to, to rape that shit. Okay. All right. So before we get on bigger topics, this is the uh, part of the podcast where we talk about Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> um, sorry. Yo, shout out <laughs> for our boy Harv. Uh, He's been backing this shit from day one. uh, Before we get to bigger releases, Immortals of Avium, did you watch anything on that? I did. It looks uh, like a game I would pay $10 for someday. (laughs) You say $10. (laughs) Hilarious. Um, Yeah, it looks very Forspoken-esque in the cutscenes, at least. Hmm. Not necessarily in the gameplay or anything like that. It's first-person magic. Yep. It, it, honestly, it looks like fun. I know the reviews haven't been good uh, necessarily on it initially, but it looks like a, just a normal arcade game that you would pick up for 20 bucks and play. So, I think that's the problem. Yeah. In the age of games that exist the way they do, with the mm-hmm. scope that they do, and if they don't have the scope, they have the depth. And this game probably lacks both i would yeah. say the uh visuals look great yeah the yeah. graphics look great absolutely i keep hearing it compared to a marvel movie it's like a marvel movie of games in terms of its humor and how they present Ugh, their characters i and can't do it anymore man i can't it depends on if it's marvel pre endgame or post endgame you know what i mean yeah. yeah it was getting old near endgame but at least i was still enjoying it uh-huh. and ever since then dude whatever they're doing with marvel and star wars right now is not working yeah they're hemorrhaging money everything's a failure anymore so i don't know why you translate that into game form and expect it to succeed right now yeah i'm not gonna give it much of my time isn't it ea if it is i'm gonna give it even less of my time. well that's what i'm saying i mean honestly the they're the motherfuckers who said that single player campaigns were dead and then and then they go and do it and it fucking fails good yeah that's what you get for fucking saying that dude so i probably i don't know it's not a game i'm probably ever gonna play I actually, another game I know you're probably thinking about bringing up is Atlas Fallen. That's a game that came out recently. And that's I was kind of in a similar not vein. Bring that up. Oh, I was wow. Not bring Just that a up. Not, <laughs> not interesting <laughs> looking game. It's avoiding talking about it. I would probably actually rather play Atlas Fallen than uh, Mortals of Avium, if I'm being honest. I mean, yeah, not, I think I would too, probably. Not very similar games. but No, but just think, about as exciting. Yeah, yeah, I think they have that first spoken. Don't they both have that cheesiness in the dialogue, or I don't know. Atlas Fallen seems less so. Okay, then um, there you go. I'd rather play that too. Yeah, Atlas Fallen. Another reason. It's like a God of War meets Monster Hunter. Uh huh. Decently glitchy, from what I've been seeing. Yeah. Decently shallow, kind of repetitive. The traversal I, looks at least somewhat. So did Forspoken. Yeah, you're right. That's what Forspoken had going for it, dude. Uh-huh. Did you play that demo? I didn't play the demo. Oh, dude, yeah. that was the first demo that came out that dissuaded people more than it excited them. That's the risk coming out with a demo. I've no Well, that's the risk of coming out with a demo with a shitty game. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It, it, releasing a demo should not be risky. Yeah. It should be 
pumping the game's excitement. And well, historically, that's what they do. The demos have been dead for a while, but lately I've, a lot of newer games have been coming out with demos. Mm-hmm. Um, a new game that came out that had a demo uh, that I don't know if you played the demo, but I just bought this game, Sea of Stars. Great segue. Yeah, it's going to be... <laughs> It's, I don't know. I'm really excited to dip, dip my dick into that one. Ooh, fucking nice and absolutely. You know, fucking because I was a big Chrono Trigger fan. If we do our top ten, that'll probably be considered game. for absolutely. for that. Yeah, I'm really excited to dive into Sea of Stars. The initial reviews have been really good. I'd like to have had it on the Switch, but I have PlayStation Extra, so it already is free for that. If you have PlayStation Extra, you can get Sea of Stars for free fantastic game so far i've only probably played half an hour of it and you didn't play the demo right i didn't play the demo yeah. because i didn't want to ruin anything really i uh, installed so it you, but I was you like, intentionally didn't play the demo that's that's we've touched on this a little bit when we well, talked about previews. final fantasy 16 oh, um, oh right, right 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 i don't really i don't normally like to play demos for things we did specifically for that episode we both played that demo but i don't i don't know i don't like to spoil the surprise I understand that. I mean, it's like previews for movies anymore. Yeah. They pretty much reveal the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, trailers are ridiculous. It's, it's intentional. I feel like we've talked about this before, so I'm not going to continue talking I mean, about it. I mean, for but movies, it's, I don't understand it's the intentional. intent there. It is. I don't understand Because you're, they've looked at the numbers, and a majority of people resonate better with knowing exactly what they're getting out of a movie. I watch this whole... people are stupid, is yeah, what you're that's saying. Yeah, ex- that's exactly what it is, dude. You people are fucking stupid. You see a movie trailer that's super obscure, the numbers won't be great. Mm-hmm. It's pure and simple, man. Okay. Maybe Christopher Nolan could get away with it. Yeah. Somebody who's already got, like, the fucking gumption behind their word, you know? Mm. Did you Forest see Oppenheimer? Gumption. What? Did you see Oppenheimer? I didn't see Oppenheimer. No. no I want to. I really do. Yeah. I wanted to do the bull. I wanted to do the Barbenheimer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, that was popular. For sure. Uh, yeah, I saw but, them both. Did you see separate. Barbie? I watched them both, but separate. Oh, dude. Separate but equal. That's what I always say. Anyway. You always say that. You are known <laughs> for saying that. Fuck. Bar- Barbie movie. How was Barbie movie? I'm more curious to hear your thoughts on Barbie oh, movie than God, anything now. Probably not a topic I want to delve too much really? into. But Come I, on, man. I think pacing issues, writing issues, dialogue issues. Find myself bored frequently. Littered but the uh, stuff that was like fun. Women. The stuff that was fun was fun, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. When it hit, it was like on point. Dude, they here. here's a constant theme I saw throughout this movie is they, had, they the- had the content for really funny stuff and they didn't execute it well. I would look at something conceptually and be like, that's funny, that's funny, that's funny. I can't wait till this pays off. And it would never pay off, dude. Okay. And that so was a consistent theme. Gerwig. And Noah Baumbach. Both those motherfuckers. I'm actually surprised that the movie's selling as well as it is. I... I understand the appeal of it, but I don't understand the reviews behind it right now. Okay. It's understandable. Uh, I was going to blast you for hating women for a minute there because it's obviously... Uh, I don't even uh, mind that... Here's the thing, dude. You're not allowed to not like Barbie. Show, don't tell. Their messaging in the movie was too face value and they tried to have too many different messages. And this is what Emily said about the movie. She said they had too many different messages they were trying to speak instead of just focusing on like one message of feminism. And it went ten different ways, and every, and Are you it was comfortable always, putting her thoughts on blast like this. I don't think she's ashamed. Of, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Emily. And hey, what's up? So, needless to say, I think I has writing issues, but it was worth a watch. And I saw Oppenheimer. How was Oppenheimer? I have only fallen asleep during two movies in my life. Oh shit! 
Equalizer 2. What? That seems like a movie you wouldn't people wouldn't fall asleep to. Dude, isn't it an action-packed? Do you, you know never seen Chloe Grace Mortonettes or whatever the girl who Chloe Grace Moretz? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Her as a prostitute is one of the most unbelievable characters I've ever seen casted. <laughs> it's it's a terrible casting choice. Okay, that's and why you fell asleep. You're like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't believe this casting. So therefore, I will, I will refuse to watch it and sleep instead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I've only fallen asleep doing two movies, Equalizer 2 and Oppenheimer. Now, wow. Oppenheimer, I was up at 3 a.m. that day. Mm-hmm. I flew home from Connecticut, and we went and saw it that night. Maybe that played into it more than anything, but dude, pacing issues. Mm-hmm. It was disjointed. That's what I'll say about Oppenheimer. It seems it was chaotic, and maybe that was intentional. Something about the atomic bomb, I don't know. And then Florence Pugh shows her tits, and it's so unnecessary. Really? It's an un- in. unnecessary nude scene. Oh my goodness, I'm dude. back in. It's probably one of the worst ham-fisted, pun intended. Killian <laughs> <laughs> Murphy just adds. Killian oh, no. Murphy's just up there, elbow deep, dude. Well, you know what? You lost me for a minute, and I'm a mouth. I back had you in. at elbow deep. Yeah. Florence Pugh's <laughs> boobs. I mean, yeah. it's just not well done. Both movies disappointing. Both worth a watch. I'll watch Oppenheimer again. Okay. And try not to fall asleep and really soak it in. Because it's, it's really well shot. Yeah, no, I believe the... Beautiful game. Yeah. I, beautiful but, movie. <laughs> beautiful game. <laughs> Could you imagine Oppenheimer, the video game? Sounds boring. <laughs> if you see, you have played Fallout 3, right? Yeah. There it is. That's that's Oppenheimer, the video game. No. No, if you decide to blow up the, the city in the beginning, <laughs> yeah. you can fucking blow yeah. up. No, 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 Megaton? Yeah. 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 Shifting to probably one of the biggest releases recently, Starfield. Oh, yeah. Have you watched anything on it? I've been touching on it a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I've been trying to keep it out of my mind a little bit because, I, like we talked about before, we both don't own Xboxes. So why are you keeping it out of your mind? Because I don't... I don't know. I want it to suck. Is that insane? I wanted it to suck when it came out. Is it because it's Xbox exclusive or because it's Bethesda? Because it's Xbox exclusive yeah. Yeah. is the main reason why. I understand that resentment. It's not even like a... It's just I don't want it to be another game that I really want to play. But right now it's a game that I, I do want to play. Do you think it's a system seller? No. It do doesn't you... look like it so far. The reviews have been mainly positive. I don't think <laughs> it's going to be a system seller. I mean, it There's will gonna be. be a holiday it will be, package. but I don't think There's going to be a holiday package. Yeah. Will you buy it? Fuck. Maybe. I might. That's something I might do. We'll see how well off I am then. That's a system seller. Yeah. We'll see how well off I am then. See how I'm doing. Money-wise, I don't have what a lot of money What will you pay right for now. it? What will you pay for it? 300-something. You're not going to get that low. Okay. Well, then I'm not going to get it. There's no way it will drop Fuck that you, low. Fuck you, dude. The fucking system's 500. Are you trying to sell me on this? No. I'm yeah. telling you, if you don't believe it's a system seller, then you're not going to buy that system for it. 400's probably tops. Dude, the system is 500. The system is 500? Yeah, they raised, X- did they not in, they increased the price. They increased the price of the Xbox? Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm out. Yeah, this was like 6 months ago. What, are you fucking crazy? I know, dude. Who something does that, that something that has fucking supply issues. I'm out. I'm out. All right, I am googling it right now, folks. Please hold. Please bear with me. I'm going to entertain everyone and talk 500. About... Oh, damn it. That was quick. Brand new. The PS5's 500. Oh, so, I'm not sure 
Do you the think PS5 that's... is 500? I already, yeah, I don't know. I already own it, man. So I don't want to buy another new system for $500. Yeah, but I'm saying the fact you think that the PlayStation 5 the is worth 500 and the Xbox is not? Yes. You, yeah. Boom. I think I agree with that yeah. as well. You know, Microsoft's never been profitable on their systems. Um, never. I did know that. Never. Yeah. Here's the question Do you think offering an Xbox only financially they're making more money off of people purchasing the system to get the game than they would if they just offered it on PlayStation. Do you think they're making more money on that? I think that, I don't know. Did that make sense? No, I didn't quite okay. follow. Do you I'm think sorry. Microsoft makes more money offering it exclusively on Xbox from the purchasing of systems to play Starfield or from just offering it on PlayStation and making the money off PlayStation owners. I think they would make more money if they offered it on right. PlayStation. Right. They so really why, do. as a company who hemorrhages money every every series and has lost the system race consistently, except the Xbox 360, it's the only one time they won, why would they make a decision like that? Why wouldn't they offer it on PS5? I don't know. I mean, obviously there's more minds you know more business oriented minds but they're going to this long but they're going to continue offering call of duty on playstation yeah after the activision blizzard deal goes through Mm -hmm. microsoft activision deal so they've already figured out that it's more viable to offer it on playstation as well then why wouldn't they just continue doing that yeah even with starfield i don't know I don't know. If I think yeah. eventually I think they probably will. Don't you? Do you think Starfield will that. make its way to I've wondered that. The sales have got to be. I don't know what the initial figures are on the Starfield sales. It just came out last year. I'm sure Friday. they're killing it. I'm for, sure they're really good. It's the only thing Xbox has going for yeah. it right now. So that's going to be what Xbox owners buy. You know what I mean? But yeah. What, Every Xbox owner is probably buying that game. Yeah. So the sales figures All are going to be great. <laughs> so what... What is, you know, I don't know. I didn't want it to be great, but I hope that the sales figures. <laughs> Why, aren't... you know, you should still hope for it to be great, though. Yeah, yeah. Because but... in the end, you want to play the game and you're hoping for a better game than. I don't not. want to wish anything to not sell well, but I want it to not sell well enough so that they consider to put it on PlayStation. But do you think that's, that's the I'm thing that makes them make that decision? I don't know. I hope, I would think that everything, everything's fucking money driven, dude, these yeah. days. Jesus. Jesus. Tell me about it fucking politics economy it's all about money man it's all about the top dollar these days okay so that's all i have to say about that from what i've seen on it i've seen some decently skeptical reviews in terms of the exploration being shallow heard the first couple hours are shallow there's no like big punch you in the face but it's not that you expect but i'm from telling a you right game like that the st- i've watched you know probably 12 different reviewers now do different takes on it as well and from what I've seen, even late game planet exploration is shallow. Mm-hmm. It's worse than No Man's Sky in terms of its transitions and its depth in the mining system. So I have trouble justifying the appeal. That being said, I want the game. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. You know, if it was on PlayStation, I'd buy it. I'd mm-hmm. pay full price for it. It's Probably. unfortunate that it's not. Yeah, I completely agree, but yeah, that's what I've been hearing a lot, too, is that the loading screens are rough in the space exploration, um, in particular, transitioning from planet to planet is a little rough. When you're used to a game like No Man's Sky, which, you know, obviously initially came out and was a little disappointing, but has since lived up to those expectations, I think. When you're used to that seamless transition of going to, from planet to planet and yeah. into space, and then you play something like that, I think your expectations are your, you know, I think it's going to be a little disappointing just initially. It's until you t- get used to it. It's tough because it's the game it's competing with. 
Mm-hmm. It'd be different if it wasn't, you know, like I've heard it referenced more to Outer Worlds than I have, you know, No Man's Sky or anything like that. Yeah. So it does look. If more you like went that with those those expectations, the disappointment wouldn't be as bitter. I think it looks more like Outer Worlds than it does No Man's Sky. I think that's probably a more fair comparison. I think that's mm-hmm. actually how the space the structure is supposed to be. There's, you know, the initial several worlds that are hand structured that have cities in them that Bethesda has crafted mm-hmm. that look pretty cool. I know I've I heard agree. the initial city is kind of kind of a little shallow is what I've heard as far as like the population and things right, like that. Right, right. It's supposed to have those planets that they've handcrafted, but then the procedurally generated planets on the side. Well, I've heard the procedurally generated planets have handcrafted elements that you will run across okay. eventually. Kind of like Remnant. Yeah. Where it's like, you'll have your procedural Remnant generation. Remnant does it really well. I agree. Which I, I did say that there was some repeat shit like that, which is going to happen. But in that's, that's the tile set. You but, know, it's, it's like Warframe. Mm-hmm. Well... I'll play that within a week, I promise. So, shifting from Starfield for Warframe fans, we had TennoCon. This is something that happens every year. It's where they make their big announcements coming out. Cross Save was announced. That's huge. I'll just kind of so now I could switch over to playing PlayStation, even though I've been stuck on Switch the whole time. They showed footage of their new game Soul Frame, which is another free-to-play game, but it's more in the style of like a Soulsborne game. You know, the thing, their art style is decently unmatched. It's kind of, I mean, it's just like with Remnant. They stand kind of alone in like what they're doing stylistically. I can look at a Digital Extremes game and know it's that now, just based on Warframe. Did you play Dark Sector back in the day? I didn't, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. The guy in Warframe looks kind of like it's, the So dude. that's them. That's yeah. their first game. Hold on a second, though. Their Soulsborne thing, it's called Soul Frame? Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Names, no, no. Name leaves a little bit decided. All right. All right. Nope, nope. Just uh, keep going. Nope, I good. think there's a branding thing they're probably trying to stay with. I don't know if it's going to exist in the same realm as yeah. Warframe. But on top of that at TennoCon. on the head. It's okay. Yeah. Well, I think Warframe's even a little on the head as yeah. well. They ended up announcing the new story mission coming out for it. And it's super cool, dude. It goes back in time. It goes back to 1999. The universe of Warframe exists in a realm where Y2K actually was devastating and it Damn. destroyed the world so okay. that's what this new chapter is going to be talking about is that about. what warframe so, is like based on now it is oh shit yeah so every time okay. they come out with new campaigns which again is always free they are just intensifying the lore and the depth of the story gotcha you know and i know it's silly at face value but you know the more time you put into warframe or any game like that probably the more you get out I'm of feeling it i'm gonna be overwhelmed it's a very play. overwhelming game very overwhelming. Because there's been a lot. It's been out for Fuck yeah, dude. How long has it been out now? I mean, dude, I'm six, six, six I'm 600 hours in. How It's been out for at least five years, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 10 years. This is 10 years. What? Tenocon was. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it was a 10-year anniversary. Wow. Okay. So. Well. And it's going hard, dude. They got new shit coming out, and it's all revolutionary. I mean, I'm not going to keep dwelling on about this but suppose uh, it's earned my time yeah yeah eventually after 10 years well, allegedly in the next week here you'll be playing it. allegedly again <laughs> again i'm you gonna can, be on trial you can, you can feel the depth of hope that i have for the situation you really don't think i'm gonna do it well i have no reason to i'm i have uh, <laughs> you're not wrong i, I want to play some there's so much coming up i gotta play it before all this shit comes out this weekend before 2k and all that. i don't know when that's gonna happen so all right frame getting a little long in the tooth here i guess the last thing i want to touch base on we we went such a long time without having another podcast that gamescom opening night happened and there were a couple highlights there but the biggest one is crimson desert and this will yeah. be the last thing that we touch base on what do you think 
Looks phenomenal. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. I hope they nail it. It's like Witcher. It Absolutely, does look a little like dude. Witcher. It's, that's the vibes I get completely. With Assassin's Creed traversal, some of the climbing in that game. Um, yep. Maybe yeah, a little no, Breath really of the Wild cool. in terms of its gliding. Yeah, yeah. There's, that, there's a gliding element to it as yep. well, um, which I didn't actually notice until earlier today when we watched a recap of it. Yeah, it looks great. I would pay for that. I hope it. I hope they nail it. It is a daunting task for a company that, what did they have, Black Desert before that? Is that what it was? I did play that, yeah, a little bit. It was an MMO. I think it's free to play, actually, right now. I think it's the same company that made that. If I'm wrong, and I'm just saying that because they're desert games, then I feel like a fucking idiot right now. (laughs) God, I I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case. Uh, We'll all laugh about this later. Uh, at my funeral after I kill myself. Right. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward anyway. to it. What are your thoughts? <laughs> you know, I look at the world right now, and it's not the most <laughs> exciting environment to explore. There's something about, like, old English-side worlds. Like, I think that's my qualm with, oh, fuck, what's that game? Um, Kingdom Come, Deliverance? exactly it. That's exactly Thank it. Thank you. That is the world. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Same shit. Is there no fantastical element in Crimson Desert? I didn't notice. Is there no, like, magic element? I'm sure there is. Okay. It's just the setting that yeah. my complaint lies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's an early build, so it's probably just one realm that exists in there, so I'm not going to just judge it on that. But I get excited by the game because it looks like a, a modern-day Witcher, so that's exciting. But, you know, maybe the um, scenery is not the most exciting to me. And then I'm hoping that it has good dialogue. Because I can yeah. see that being kind of shallow. And if that's the case, you know, just like with us, those are the games that kind of hold their age well. Mm-hmm. That's why The Witcher is so timeless. It's not because of the battle system. It's not because of the traversal necessarily. It's the dialogue. And the yeah, world, I agree. too. You the have world. to keep the side quests interesting to me, too. I mean, it's hard to do, obviously, with a game so massive. Right. But The Witcher did a good job of it. Yeah, hopefully Crimson Desert can do enough to keep it fresh because there's... A lot of games that have a lot of that giant scope, hours of gameplay, that aren't interesting. They don't remain interesting. Hopefully they can do that, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to that shit. You know, that's the problem. When everybody's trying to offer you 60 hours of depth, you gotta see which one has the biggest payoff. When you have 8 games that have really 60 to 80 hours worth of content, and 2 of them only have payoffs, well guess what games are getting finished? And this is probably one of those games, and there's so many games that probably we talked about today that you put 10 hours into it and you move on. Yeah. Because there's an oversaturation in the market, and there's a bit of a, a rush culture right now. Yeah. To try and get these things out, and I really don't know why. It's because it's all probably based on the shareholders. Well, this is what's so awesome about Baldur's Gate 3 being as successful as it is. Because that game has taken so long to make. Yeah. And the fact that it's fucking worked... And they've said, take your time with this game. And they haven't rushed that game at all. And it's working. Hopefully other developers see that as a success. I think they will. Don't be as aggressive on deadlines and things like that. Give them the time. I would rather wait and have a product like that come out. Here's the problem. I think what gets taken is the outcome, not the system. So I think other games look at it, they see Baldur's Gate, what it achieved, and they try to emulate that. They don't go back and go, oh, how did they do this when they were creating it? Oh, they took it their time and they didn't crunch culture it. I think they're going to focus on creating the product, not emulating the process. Do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Yeah, because it's not profitable. They're going to try and make EA a game is never like going... Baldur's Gate 3. And, not... and they're going to try and crunch it. Yeah, yeah. 
which that's what it is. They want to monetize things as quickly as Dude, possible. You know what's really f- you know what's works. fucking annoying is these CEOs that these motherfuckers he- up in the offices, the high hats. With their big of ass dick, fucking dicks. They're going down. Swinging them. Big dicks. Way bigger them. than mine. And I'm sick of it. All right? It's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. All right? It's crazy. It's these CEOs. Yeah. And they're making, you know, $13 million a year. Yeah, their and dicks are bigger than mine. <laughs> and they don't play games. Yeah. I know they don't play they games. They don't play games and their dicks are bigger than mine. And so you always know it's about the money. Yeah. It's never about the players. No. And their dicks are bigger than mine. Okay? And their dicks are bigger than yours. So... And I'm honestly, this shit. that's the biggest. That's the biggest problem. That's the biggest if I'm problem. being honest, if I'm being completely like honest with you and shit, I think that pretty much rounds out everything that we were looking to chat about today. Alex, want to send us out with a little tidbit of wisdom? Um, fuck, dude, you can't. I oh, you do this to me every week, and I never know. Anything. Well, also, and I say this every time. We take say this months, every time. We take months between each episode. And I never remember that this question is going to come up. So what do you got for us? Um, um, I just want everyone to remember to care. All right? Care about each other. Care about the people around you. I feel like you said something like that last time. I don't time. care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just got them saying, you want people to care, and then you can't even fucking care. Oh, man. I don't care if I said this before, okay? Ladies and gentlemen. We need, it needs to be said again. It's crumbling. We need to care. The castle is crumbling. <laughs> Just be kind to everyone around you. It's important. I know it's hard to do sometimes in this world. Keep, uh, keep, keep it up and keep your dicks hard, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Until next time, thanks for listening.